0: Alrighty, we're going live uh welcome everyone to the first episode of candid chit chats this is going to be the podcast where we talk about ugh, everything i mean you you name it politics religion philosophy love dating everything um so my name is Parth. I'm Nick, and I'm Julio. So, the first episode we decided to talk about uh, toxic masculinity. That's the uh, the topic for today. And so, I kind of want to start off by saying toxic masculinity is a very loosely defined term because that's why that's sort of the reason why we have a polarity or why we have so much of an argument about it today. You know, so it's kind of like. Uh, what actually defines toxic masculinity okay. some people will say like oh no this is toxic masculinity when, whereas some people will just say like that's just that's god, just god yeah like that's just masculinity you know
1: okay so can i can i say this right so i actually i did read a paper i was doing some research right for this and as i was doing the research um i did notice that most of the research i was doing was referring to toxic masculinity as he uh, hegemonic masculinity which means dominant masculinity Right. Okay. So that is the toxic masculinity I refer to when I'm speaking.
0: So you're saying that toxic masculinity is a male being dominant? Yeah. So I have a I have a good chunk to say about this actually. Okay. There's a difference between being domineering and being dominant. Being dominant, at least in my reality and you know, in the way that I look at it, is when you're dominant, you are it's like it's like the definition of power has a very bad connotation to it, right? Power to some people is like a very toxic thing. It's very bad. But I define power as having control over your own life. Meaning if you have power, you can change the direction of your life. You can choose where your life goes and what you experience and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Some people will have this, you know, sort of negative image of power as in, you know, powerful people manipulating um, the people beneath them and that sort of thing, right? So, that's kind of domineering is like you're being controlling. Mm-hmm. You want to control and everything, essentially. So, let's say you have a man and a woman in a relationship and the guy says, "Hey, you have to do this. You have to cook me dinner. You have to, you know, um mm-hmm. whatever. You tell her what to do essentially. That is being domineering whereas being dominant is you controlling yourself. When she tries to control you, when she tries to tell you like, what you should do, like, hey, you gotta cook me dinner. If she said that to him and he says, no, we're gonna find some other solution to this, that's being dominant. Now, I don't know if you have anything to I mean, add to that. Or? I
2: think what you were trying to grasp more is uh, the male dominance <laughs> that our society is controlled by men and that men are keeping women down in a sense, right?
1: Correct. Um, so, as an example, right, so the way they were t- um, measuring toxic masculinity was uh, by the man's or the, the person's um, need to win, mm-hmm. by the need to control women, or so power over women, mm-hmm. and uh, the, like. their need to be uh, to present themselves as heterosexuals. So to make it clear to everybody else that they like women, and that they are so above women, and that they are
2: thriving. Kind of an overbearing uh, persona that men bring to society, and just daily life, is
1: that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Um, kinda, sorta. So um, uh, that's the way, you, like at least most of the articles I, I, went, like, I went through um, were referring to when they were speaking to toxic masculinity they were saying that it was the drive thr- uh, thr- that the guys have to win, which is not a bad thing. And many of them, they're like, that's actually good. That's, that's part of masculinity that you want. Right. Um, however, dominance and like, having to be above others and everything is very bad in itself because um, it makes males engage in uh, confrontation, which they could avoid. And then the outcome of the confrontation might be... Uh, a solution? So say, um, because, uh, so say, okay, so one example I came across, because uh, I read an article by, uh, okay, let me see, uh, the Psychological Association, right, of America. Uh, they were doing a study on social media behavior, toxic masculinity, impression. and depression. Uh, and one of the examples they actually gave was, uh, say uh, we, say, like, we put up this video, right? Um, people are gonna be commenting, and then you you get a um, you know you're gonna you're gonna have trolls. You're gonna have people that are gonna be there just to bother you. As a male, you're gonna have you're gonna be like, oh, I need to interact with this because that's his masculinity. You're like, oh, like fuck oh, these guys, like, these guys. Trolls, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're like you're gonna be engaging on it
0: to stand up for yourself, that kind of thing, or
1: not, not yeah,
0: just to engage in general. Engaging it, basically. Because if you don't engage, you're not a man. Correct. Because you can't fight. Correct. Is that what you're saying? Trying and to say then, okay. Okay,
1: and then that might be detrimental to you because if you keep on doing that, it takes a toll on your mentality, right? You're gonna start seeing all this negative, you're gonna be around all this negative like energy and everything, and that could lead to depression.
0: So I think there's a balance to this. What I think, I, what you said was very important, okay? Because what I think is you should not engage in every single fight because that is, you're out of control, okay? okay. You're being stupid about it, and you're right, that negativity will take you over. But that being said, you should have the ability to stand up for yourself and to fight when it's necessary. You can't be uh, someone who's very passive and doesn't, you know, like I said, power is the degree to which you can control your own life. So if if people are pushing you down, let's say you have to have some sort of fight in you to push back, right? So that's what I think... Uh, see i think this is, is, is where
1: the divide is because see i'm not mm-hmm. going against masculinity masculinity is having the ability to go and fight i'm, I'm against toxic masculinity the fact that i, I you say masculinity though is what kind of divides people because once you're like going against masculinity most people are like oh whoa he's coming after like us personally but it's not the majority of people are not toxic masculine Like, don't have toxic masculinity toxic toxic masculinity to me is when you take it to the far yeah, you're, you're okay. You could be a little bit aggressive. You could be a little bit, like, you know, thriving. You could be... Because um, aggression, like we, uh, we've spoken before, we don't see it as a bad thing because it's something... Like, you just need to be able to channel that, like, your energy. Your channel aggression.
0: it properly, yeah. Um, right? We've said this... I've said this many times before that uh, healthy males typically have 12 to 17 times the testosterone that women do. That's what causes a lot of these male behaviors, right? So whether you want to admit it or not, you know, you see a lot of these... Ninety percent, I think it was about ninety percent of the prison population are is male. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, those endeavors, the 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 fact that they are there was caused a lot by a lot of them are high testosterone men, Correct. right? They didn't channel that aggression properly. They didn't channel it into some sort of competitive sport or some sort of uh, business venture. Let's say, all right. Um, it's like they there's uh, there was a a quote i read you should be more like uh from the greek you know mythology you should be more like what was it helena no you should not be like ares ares was the god of war and all he did was just conduct war 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 right and he was just angry all the time he would lose sight of the long term goals he would um you know he would just that's an, that's a bad channeling of testosterone of that aggression but having aggression necessarily is not a bad thing. In fact, you might even want more in some endeavors.
1: Okay, so I agree with you where channeling matters, but it's also the intensity of it too. Okay. So aggression can be a thriving force for a like CEO, right? To, to get his company and everything, but it can go to an extent where it can start being detrimental towards him, right? Uh, too much aggression could lead to like him, I don't know, mentally scarring other people. Right, like when you start damaging other people because of how you are, right? You're like, oh, you can't get the shots. You're like, you're being weak or anything, right? When you start going like that towards right. people, I feel like that's when it's wrong.
2: Well, for a corporation or for someone to be really ultra successful, don't they need to kind of have that mentality? Because if they don't have that ultra aggressiveness, and <coughs> people are going to get hurt. Um, at least in my opinion, it's likely people are going to get hurt along. Yeah. beyond everything beyond their family beyond their so friends.
1: okay so frat houses right do you think they're like they have toxic masculinity in them? Uh,
0: yes i actually Definitely think so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's that's not the same or comparable it's let me give an example right so
1: frat houses did not begin though as partying and like pushing okay right? the beginning of frat houses was in order to just get collective minds to be able to help and support each other through college sure. Institutions, and then form an institution that could like help you out once you got out of college, and gain connections, right? <clears an network throat> even more, right? And then the fact that it got pushed towards like this aggressiveness was due to the toxic masculinity, people just wanted to be like, oh, like I don't, I don't look like a little bitch in front of my, like you know,
0: in front like, of my friends, friends yeah, or yeah, anything, or anything so like that. So yeah. that's
1: what led it to be more of, a, now now frats aren't like that as, as reputable anymore. Most people think when frat, they're like, okay, it's a party
2: thing. Yeah, for the, the most d- part maybe yeah. that has to do the way college has changed because before college was very um select who they took in um education in general was very select and people who were going to study went there to study. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go to school now to just have fun and have a great time. So like, partying became a like, thing in colleges. So I think frats and sororities <coughs> kind of just took that into a different level.
1: Okay.
0: So the example that I was thinking of when Nick mentioned Nick mentioned the whole like uh, CEO or business aspect of it was. Uh, there was a story about Steve Jobs saying that, you know, when he had the idea for the iPhone, it was like, he asked his employees, how long is this going to take to make? They said, oh, it should take about a year, right? Like, give or take, like, that's the estimate. He says, get it done in six weeks, or you're fired. And this is the kind of, like, it's, it's like, that's it. Like, you, you have to, uh, you have to uh, sort of push, I guess, that, you have to push them, right? You have to push that aggressive side out of them. Otherwise... It's like you're pushing yourself back against the wall, but is that a bad thing? Because was he being too mean to his employees by by doing that? Because by having that competitive nature, he was able to put Apple ahead. And would we have you know would people likely be listening to this on an iPhone right now?
1: That's Apple actually that is very yeah. One again, yes, because there's another theory that everything will be invented, but that's another thing for another day. Okay, yeah, <laughs> right. we can have a different episode different on that. episode on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, So yeah, we would have Max regardless. It might have taken longer. It might have came from a different person, but we would have had the same amount of software.
2: So I agree, Um, yeah, you'd have inventions, but you won't have whole companies and organizations running the way they run today.
1: Correct, and then another example for your aggression, uh, the way that companies are run, actually more relevant to today, would probably be on um, Netflix. Netflix, even the higher ups, they're Uh in the verge. If they are not productive and they're not making money for Netflix, they could get fired on that year. And some people say it's really good, others say it's bad. Because the company shows no loyalty. So you have a person that's been for the company and been has been given it like a raw and like maybe last year they they came up with this like grand thing that made like Netflix millions of dollars, right? But then this year they start falling behind, right? Something gets complicated at home or things aren't working out. And then here comes and they're like, Oh, you're not performing that well this year, okay, you're out. That in itself it's detrimental to not only all the employees because it puts them under immense amount of pressure, for an entity that's already does not need the products come out that quickly, that fast, that you know, and it's it takes away from like uh, the company's loyalty and everything. So aggression can be good; mm. it's a driving force. I do not say no, but I think even then you still need a limit to it.
2: I and think. You s- k- say what those are. Yeah, yeah. That's where it gets tricky because. Yeah. I can say it. You can say it the government does
0: come in and say try it, yeah yeah it's very loosely defined um, i think it's a great thing i think it's a great thing that you know they push their employees only because this is how they will provide the best services and you know goods this is to the to the you know to the world or to the US at least um, but you're talking about
1: entertainment it's not like it's a need right and then now you're putting right. other people's like jobs and like mental stability at risk and under, like, immense amount of pressure. And given, like, Netflix is a good company to work for. I mean, mm-hmm. the benefits that you get for them, you get crazy amount of, like, um, not even, like, just holidays. Like, you can just go take a vacation and it doesn't matter. As long as you're productive that year, they don't care. Okay. Whatever you do, you can use their plane or not, not everybody, but, like, you know, like, the higher-ups and everything. Yeah. They pay for your vacations, but you just got to be consistently productive, which I understand. That's the cool thing. But then again, a lot of the people that have come out on Netflix and stopped working for them say that the amount of stress that they were put under was not healthy. Yeah. And to do that to another human being is not good. That's what I'm saying. Even though, you know, like aggression is good for you building a business, you got to think about it as a societal thing. It, sometimes building a business is not worth destroying people's mentality for.
2: But isn't that the nature of the game that we have in 2019 um, in the United States? Like, everything we do is like either you perform or you get out google you know the reason why they have all these cool campuses for people they have like oh there's a gym here there's like a napping area there's a kitchen because they want you to be working like 24 hours a day because productivity is key mm. and you know yeah. in a sense like they don't have to work there and, and and work for google and get paid you know a couple hundred thousand dollars a year or more they can go take a less stressful job somewhere else it's their freedom like it's a person's do you know what I'm? Saying?
1: I, I get where you're going with it. and I understand it is a person's choice to want to work for a company, right? They don't have to work for the company. they don't have to do all these other things. They can just be like, oh, you know what, Netflix is too much. I'm gonna get out. You can work for Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, really, yeah. <laughs> <They're not even> <laughs> <anywhere>. <laughs> that's <why>. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, but that's what I'm getting at, like right? Just because it is a set uh, thing that we have going on, Does not mean it's the right thing to do, right? Just because it's something that we're doing does not mean it's the correct thing. Everything needs to improve. If we see that, I don't know, we're damaging people's lives, right? Because, okay, yeah, you could, like, first of all, Google is not as bad as Netflix, right? Google, I feel like, one, they reward good behavior, and that's not a bad thing, right? Rewarding good behavior is something good. They're not like, oh, you have to do this or you're fired right away. Right, they're like okay, they they're more of a, a warning or like type like type of company. They they work with their, their employees. They're they're one of the best companies to work for, actually. And in that sense, they're they're doing great, right? Because they're pushing their employees because they're giving them rewards. They're making them want to stay at the company, right? So that they work harder. But what Netflix is doing is like if you don't perform, it like even if it's the slightest, if it, even if it's like something minuscule, like most of the time you'll be out. It's like it's a how do I put it? Um, ah, I can't think of. The
2: word. I feel like um, in their contracts, when they get hired, you must say like um, employment at will, so that kind of gives the company the ability to get rid of them for any re- at, for, at any time for any.
1: No, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying like it's entirely bad or like the company's doing something wrong. Because legally, they're in the right. I'm just saying, as because right now we're discussing a societal thing, right? Is it correct for them to do that? Legally, they're in the right, but is it is it moral? Is what I'm saying. Is it moral to to like have to expect like greatness from everybody every single day? I mean, yeah, push them to do great, but you can't expect that from every day. People will fall out of that. No one can be great 100% of the time. That's what I'm getting at. And then that, that is the aggressiveness that I'm going against, right? Like, you can't expect, like, you can't be too aggressive about everything. There's a limit to how much aggressiveness you should use or you should
0: I, I agree with the whole limit, but I think where that limit lies is different for you and me. Does that make sense? Like, where we think it should lie. How do you feel alive otherwise? You know what I mean? Like, how do you feel like, like, if if you're not pushed against the wall, if you're not doing something big or great and channeling that aggression, how do you not feel like you're doing something big? How do you not feel like, like lazy or depressed? And let's say, okay, so let's say testosterone is like the key ingredient to aggression. So if you want to get rid of the aggression in males, wouldn't you say you would have to get rid of the testosterone? And that, that decrease in testosterone has been shown to, um, you know, lead to things like depression and, you well know, I, like again that. it's
1: not a key thing aggression is many other things it's environmental as well Okay. depending on where you grew up and everything that could bring about aggression depending on what environment so it's like nature versus nurture like yeah they both have to do with it but it's which one has the most thing you can't, perse- you can't just say testosterone is the one driving factor over aggression it could be oh you know what he grew up in like I don't know the bad neighborhood and then he saw like his parents fighting and everything and that's why he has Okay. rather than, oh, he's a very testosterone-driven person. Sure. You know, so- um, That is true.
2: But there has to be some nurture aspect to that.
1: Yeah. So, Definitely. Um, toxic masculinity for me, right? I mean, since we're here, mm. let's get back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is aggression. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that it's also the fact that you need to be dominant over people, right? You need uh-huh. to be able to show like, oh, I'm better than this, I'm better than this guy. That kind of goes correlates a lot with aggression. Um, you're, you're like, oh, I have, to, I have to do it. I have to be better. Have to do this, right? And sometimes I mean, what's wrong with that, though? What dominant? Yeah. yeah. Being dominant over people?
2: No, I'm not saying they, being dominant over people, but like our society, our uh, excuse me, our society awards people who are the best at what they do.
1: Yes. No, I agree. So I
2: don't. So it I it don't is have not problem with being the best at what you
1: Depending do. Depending on how you go about it, though,
2: it if, all depends on if the I situation. In a completely way. Then it's fine
1: completely fine but then I wouldn't call that toxic I would just call it drip. Okay. it's toxic when you're forcing other people to, to bend to your will right because then in itself it's become you become forceful you become in, in a bad way in a bad form of dominance you can be dominant as like oh you're, you're a great student or the, the teacher technically he has control over you he has influence over you so he's technically dominant over you but it's not a bad thing right but if you go and I don't know a gang leader or something, right? Which they scare the the people into like, following what they do. Toxic that's
2: toxic masculinity, though, or is that
1: just like crime? Well, toxic masculinity is again, or at least I correlate it a lot to crime, because I feel like that is where most of it is. And then even Parthi said most most of the people in jail, you know, are toxic masculine.
0: Yeah, 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 I'd say so. Um. They say so beyond just the hyper competitive nature, um, toxic masculinity people correlate emotional detachment with that. What do you think about that? What do you guys think? Is that a good thing, emotional detachment? How do you define that? Um, we can get into stoicism too I mean, much,
2: stoicism is bad, in my opinion. I agree okay, with that. Um, I emotional attachment if you have no emotional attachments, you can't have a well-functioning society because you okay. don't care about the
0: children, right? Um, right, right,
2: right. So okay. That, I would say that's a pretty negative trait too. Not stoicism, only that, yeah, or yeah. just no, emotional just, detachment. Emotional
1: detachment, no, emotional detachment which okay. again comes like, correlates a lot with stoicism because that is okay. the philosophy in which they, they go about. The thing I see wrong with stoicism, not entirely, not the entire philosophy. Sure. It's just people that they take it sure. to the extreme, right? Okay. Because not everybody could be uh, emotionless twenty four seven, right? So you need to allow yourself to feel, because when you bottle up those emotions, is when males tend to have depression, and that's why they have high suicide rates or like all these other things because they're not able to express what they're feeling meaning they bottle it up. In whatever psychology book you want to read, bottling up emotions and not feeling so so is bad,
0: I don't think opinion. okay, so I don't actually think that stoicism means bottling up your emotions. It's the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. That's the definition, right? So I think what it means is being able to handle your emotions, being able to uh handle tension, handle problems, right? And not, so I, I say, I have the exact opposite view on that. I think it's a healthy thing to be stoic, especially in certain times when you want to, um, let's say like you're going through some sort of issue. You said mm-hmm. depression, right? Because they're, they're bottling up their feelings and they're not allowed to express that, those feelings, right? I think it's an unhealth. you're not dealing with those emotions in a healthy way. That doesn't mean you have to like explode and, you know, uh, release the emotions like in, in a negative way. But if you can handle those emotions, if you can train yourself to endure that sort of pain, then, you know, that's a good thing. And that will in fact not lead to depression. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. yeah Cause you're still, so, you're, you're handling the emotions the essentially emotion in a different way,
0: in a different way. Essentially. Yes.
1: Okay. So I, I agree with that. I yeah. not can see how that, that would work out. Um, right thing is that most people don't grasp what so is like the true virtue of stoicism would be Mm -hmm. right they just be like oh I have to be emotionless. I have to show that I don't care and they're like I can't show weakness right
0: weakness that that's the key I think I, I don't even think it's that you can't show emotion you can show emotion but it shouldn't be like let's say someone let's say you have a family and one of the family members dies and everyone's upset everyone's really sad Except you have let's say the father figure who is emotionally i don't want to say detached, but he's expressing it in a more healthy way, and he's not he's firm like okay. he's, he's telling he's telling his family it's going to be okay, it's going to be fine, but he's not crying about it he's not um, he's not becoming completely unglued you see like he's handling it mm-hmm. he's able to be that sort of beacon of of uh the the, the pillar that holds I mean, the rest law, of the, yeah, the he, he, yeah he's the foundation, exactly. And so if everybody else, you know, becomes unglued, starts crying, you know, and, and all this kind of stuff, it gives them sort of a place to look and a shoulder to cry on. Does that make sense? Okay, because correct. he's handling I his emotions. I agree with
1: it. So f- to a, towards his family, yeah, yeah, he should be the pillar, the, the foundation. Right. Everybody needs someone like that in your time of need. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he should be able to go and say to one of his closest friends, right, and cry it out you know, sure, sure. feel those emotions, like let them out, right, right, and that's what I'm, I mean, I'm getting at, right, so, but then most males would be like, they can't even cry to other people, because right. they feel like, oh, if someone sees me crying, they're gonna think I'm weak, okay, you know, not, not just because they're needed to be strong at the moment, they just think that it, it is a form of weakness,
0: okay, now, there are other ways to handle emotions besides just purging those emotions by like you know there are certain practices that you can do like cathartic practices Mm -hmm. we talked about this before um you know meditation uh yoga uh all this kind of other stuff that um releases you know that sort of emotional trauma that's been built in and locked in
1: so as a personal right thing as a personal note um Mm -hmm. we've done some of these we've done some of these activities right We don't necessarily do them to purge ourselves of those emotions, right, for the most part. But we partake in it. I mean, I've done it too, right? I do sometimes, right, because you're both built up and everything. Yeah. But can you truly say that they help you out 100%?
0: Not 100%, but they do help.
1: They do help. But what helps you the most? When you're able to talk to someone close and really let them know how you feel? Or is it like doing yoga at the park? Or is it like taking a, a high, so, right? Like that's what I'm getting So at.
0: sure, sure. So what I think is, I, for me, what ends up actually, you know, getting rid of this, this negative emotion is actually solving the problem. The, whatever problem I have, typically it's like, okay, I'm, gonna, it's, I'm at fault here. Even if I'm not at fault, I'm at fault because that gives me the power to change, right?
1: But say you cannot fix the problem like a family member dying.
0: No, it's, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't be the problem. That, the problem would be my, my emotions at that point. So how do I fix that? How do I deal with these emotions, right? Essentially, finding a solution to it. I think in any given situation, if you can solve the problem, and not you can't solve the problem in every single situation, okay. But if you think about it, generally speaking, like that, I think that's essentially the you know what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that.
1: No, no, I I agree with you. Uh, I'm I'm the same way, right? Let, let's right. look for what the problem is and let's fix it. Okay. Um, I've, I've gone through, like, uh, my family and friends, and I've had, like, a lot of people. Whenever they're they're in trouble, since I'm an outside force, I'm normally able to, like, it logically, and I'm like, hey, let's do this, right? And they're right. actually, they get happier, and they, they forget about the problem once it's fixed, because it's nature, right? It's like, oh, it's fixed. What do I care about anymore? But you can't always go about that. And then sometimes it's just a way to calm people down, and a way to, like, really, re- like, see them, like, release and everything is by, like, just listening to them vent. I mean, I'm sure... I mean, I've vented to, to Nick. He's vented to me. Yeah. You know, it's very advice for us Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times, I mean, yeah, it, it has helped out. Because in the moment, we were not able to solve the issue right away. Right. And it has helped release that thing. And then I feel like that is a healthy way to do about it. Okay. And I feel like if people stop looking down on others, like, showing their... Like, you know, I'm not saying go vent to a random stranger. Yeah, you guys aren't afraid to vent
2: yeah. their feelings or saying it'll be better. Her. emotional health and psychological health I agree, I do agree with that but for, at least for me from my personal perspective I don't think I could truly heal just by talking to someone about it I would have to go, I would actually prefer that like long, going on a high part with yourself mm-hmm. reflecting, really deep thinking about it and then coming to peace by yourself at least for me that's where I find my healing um, to occur.
1: Um no no same, Like, I, I do I do both Like, you guys have seen me, I, I like going just randomly yeah, yeah, in the morning. And, and, yeah. and then I like talking to you guys. It's a bit of both. I'm, I'm saying, like, it's not just one. It's different things. Because a wound doesn't just heal right away. And it's, again, you just got to take care of it little by little. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this society, I feel like we, when you're not able to express your feelings, say you weren't able to talk to anybody about what's going on in your life right now. Say, say you know, you have a deal, like, you have a problem right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you can't tell no one. No one, right? Anyone? Wouldn't you feel like lonely? Huh? Yeah. Wouldn't you feel lonely though? Not being able to speak it up to anybody else. It
0: depends. (sighs) Um. Again, I don't. I don't think it's healthy to always rely on other people. Also, I'm not. If you can, if you can deal with the problem yourself, I think. Especially when it comes to emotions, it's all within you. It's all in you. It's all in your. A lot of it is within, is within your control. Now, I'm not saying, I'm, okay, not 100% of it. You can't control emotions. Everyone experiences emotions, right? Sure. What I'm saying is um, there are you know, certain books you can read that will help you reframe you know, whatever problems you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily... So I, here's my thing, okay? When it comes to emotional detachment, I don't think... I think that that whole idea correlating with toxic masculinity started with you know like why can't I why can't I figure out what this guy is thinking he's not an open book he's sort of a mystery because he never expresses his emotions he's emotionally detached and I can't move him you know he you know like it's like I I'll do anything I'll throw shit at him and he just won't move he won't budge nothing happens to him like he's like he has no emotions is that a bad thing
1: it's neither bad nor what do you mean? A guy that's feeling like shows his emotions, talks to him and everything. It'd be totally fine as well.
0: Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. My problem is this. I don't, I think it should not be defined as toxic if a person is not revealing their emotions. Okay. Everyone deals with their emotions in a different way. I agree. I you agree. see what I'm saying?
1: No, no, I, I agree. I agree. Um,
0: why is that toxic like why you know
1: i'm not saying that toxic masculinity is you yourself being stoic it is expecting other males and looking down upon them for not being stoic
0: but aren't you making them stronger by telling them like hey man stop being a wimp
1: no because like again you said everybody deals with their emotions you just in a different way sure
0: sure sure sure. yeah i agree i'm I'm not i'm not (laughs) backtracking at all on my point
1: (laughs) right so then if everybody deals with it differently you cannot tell someone to deal it with the way you deal with it right if you find stoicism mm-hmm. to be the philosophy you wish to go by uh that's great like i said i see sure. nothing wrong with it um sure i hope your mental health would be fine with it okay. and like over yourself but you know it's, right right it's of course of, course of course of <laughs> course <laughs> <Hey, he's, laughs> yeah. well, do i send some sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> okay but again i'm not gonna like if you start being like hey nicholas like, why are you crying tonight? Like, stop crying. Man up. I'd be like, dude, what the hell? No, uh-huh. like, let him cry. Let him vent to you.
0: Uh, no, I disagree, man. I disagree. I, I think I don't. Okay, here's, here's the thing. Why is it toxic, though? Why is it toxic to not to be because a sort su- of strong person who won't show emotions? It is
1: not toxic to be that. It is toxic to expect others to be that. You are okay. legitimately telling them how to feel. And I feel when you... Okay, no, that's to, different. That's different. So if but you're telling them that's, to that's man different. up and stop crying, okay. you are legitimately telling them to be it's stoic like you.
2: So, Hulu, if I was, like, stopping a little bitch and just get over it, would you um, find that to be harmful to you?
1: Um, depends on the the thing. If I'm legit, like, venting to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so, like, you know, we, we, talk, we have yeah. talks, right? Yeah. If I'm venting to you and you're like, dude, stop being a little bitch, man up, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? I thought we were like thought we were friends. I thought that we were here to like support each other. But, okay. I'd be like, dude, you're legit not being friends. Bro, okay. What if I told
0: constant. you? Okay, what if I told you? Instead of saying "man up," what if I said, "Dude, look, I think you're being a little bit over-emotional about this. I understand where you're coming from, but look, I think it's better that you just accept, you know, uh, whatever happened and not um, take it to heart. Let's say you need to be a little bit more indifferent to this."
1: And i will be like, okay, he, okay, so see, it is, again, with the wording. It has to do okay. with the wording, sure. too, Because I would take that more as and like, okay, he listened to what mm-hmm. I was saying, but he's giving me his side of opinion. It's more of an opinion mm-hmm. rather than a demand. Mm-hmm. Yours sounds more like, hey, stop being a little bitch. Mm-hmm. He is like, consider that you might be being a little more emotional.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's more in the tonality and the way that you say it.
1: It has a lot to do with that. And then, again, it's a different command. His is a straight command, like, stop it. <laughs> you, you should not tell <laughs> others yeah. not to, like, how to feel and how to be, but if they're coming to you, you are more than welcome to give them advice and okay. to go about solving the issue in which you, the way you solve it.
0: Right. I I I don't see the difference to be honest. I mean I I do see a difference. I get what you're trying to say. It's the way that you say it. But at the end of the day, I first of all I don't like the fact that it's toxic. Second of all, it's to me if the person takes it in the right way then like, that's, that's all the better. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, um,
1: say you're, you're like, let's go back to the example you gave me. Right? Uh-huh. Say your, yeah. your parents just and you're like, and then say you were the, the pillar for your family. You were being strong and everything, and sure. then, but then, you know, Nick comes along, he's like, oh, okay. In that situation, no, no, no one, no, 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 no. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, Hear me out. Oh, hear me out. You, you go to mm-hmm. Nick and you're like, you start crying and you're like, dude, I can't do this anymore. Like it's, it's so much stress. It's so much more things. Right. And he's like, dude, stop being a little bitch. Just man up, man. Like, or he would be like, dude, get a hold of yourself. Like, what are you doing? That in itself would be toxic because again, you are in a situation of so much stress and you find comfort in him. And then he's just telling you to stop. And like disregarding complete everything you are going through, that in itself is toxic.
0: Dude, I I, honestly, if some, if I went through a terrible situation and someone told me like, dude, man the fuck up, like stop. I would not take it that way. I would take it as damn, this guy he has a point. Like he's trying to help me out. He's trying to say like I can be handling this in a much better way. I can be um uh I can h- get a hold of this situation, you know. I have control over this. Like why am I bitching and crying all the time? Like see the you words you mean? used
2: were actually really good words. When you said let um like get a hold of yourself, when you tell someone get a hold get a hold of yourself, I don't think that's toxic at all. I think that's actually beneficial. Yeah. Because that's you telling them like you have a family to take care of. You have things that you need to keep getting done. Like you can't let your life fall apart because of this tragic event.
1: Correct, but he is doing that. And the thing he is still doing that, he is just venting to you. It's not like by venting, he's gonna stop being like the pillar for his family. It is, hey, I'm strong in this side, let me be weak in front of you. Let me show who I, how I really feel in front of you. Right, he should be allowed Mm -hmm. to be able to do that without you being like, no dude, like don't ever feel anything. Yeah, because I feel like that's more like, oh, be ashamed of your feelings, man, don't feel mm-hmm. them. You should be, you should, you no, know, we're like, no. Right? Like I'm in, at least for me personally, I feel like we're in a place where we should be able to embrace what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying react to the circumstance, but I'm saying still feel it, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, and don't ignore it all the time, We don't just bypass it.
0: No, no I, I think, okay. I, I'm not at all saying ignore it. Okay, I'll, let me give you an example, right? Like. You have the president, let's say, and he's dealing with, I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying the current president. I'm saying every, (laughs) I'm saying any president, any president in history or any CEO who has to deal with so much stress, right? A lot of stress and they have to have some way to vent their emotions, some way to maybe not vent their emotions, but to deal with the stress, to deal with their emotions. How, If the president became unglued and showed his emotions, let's say to, um, I don't know, Let's say whatever. He just showed his emotions more. I guarantee you to people would... To
1: the public would... or to... To the public, yes. Okay, see, that's where I'm saying it's wrong. Okay. I'm saying, yeah, deal with the circumstances that should be dealt with. You're not going to sure. go to the public and cause sure. more panic. Sure. Well, you should have... Or, or you should be able to have someone into who you can vent. Right, okay. That's, do you think that like the president does not vent to anybody? No, 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 not, not at all.
0: Not at all. Of course <laughs> the president does vent, of course. But... Um, I don't know. What I'm trying to essentially say is, you would not trust someone as much as if, if they uh, handle their emotions essentially better.
1: Okay, so let me let me let me let me make it more personal, right?
0: Um, so there's been
1: times when I've come to you and I'm like, hey, what do I do about this girl, right? And then you're like, I'm going through something and I'm feeling very hurt and whatever. Right. Do you think less of me because of that?
0: No, I, it's not I'm that. Because I'm
1: showing you my emotions and because I am telling you, hey, this.
0: No, but you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to tell you it's okay to just vent to me. I'm going to try to solve your problem. I'm going to try to help you I solve your you problem. Know,
1: and then that's what a friend should do. You should not right. just be like, hey, don't feel these emotions. Uh-huh. they would be like, hey, these are some of the ways in which you can solve it. I'm completely right, right. fine with that. Okay, okay. Then but I guess we're on I'm, a similar page. Yeah, but what I'm saying yeah. is toxic masculinity, because I'm not saying you were uh-huh. an advocate for toxic masculinity. Oh, okay. okay. I'm toxic masculinity okay. would be someone who tells you, you shouldn't be feeling these things. Like what, like don't, don't feel them. Like Mm -hmm. don't, don't act like Mm that. Okay. That's what I feel like is toxic. Or when society tells you, because again, society is a big portion of toxic masculinity. And we are less so now than before, because I feel like more in the later, like nineties and everything, people were pushed to be more stoic in in a sense. Now we're rewarding being emotional and showing your feelings, which is, I feel progressive for us. so, but again, I come back to like, if society's telling you, oh, you can never feel them mm-hmm. or don't ever show emotion, that's what it. Okay. Now, if a friend's okay. like, if, if, you, if you personally decide not to show them or if you know when to sh- like not show them, that's totally fine, that's good actually. That's sure. very beneficial. Sure. Or um, if someone comes to you and, 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 you know, demonstrates everything, you're like, hey man, I saw this, that's perfect, that's great. Okay, so I don't just shut I them out and just be like, "Well, we're,
0: no. we're on the same page then." I think I I essentially think we're on the same page because otherwise I don't think we'd be friends if we didn't help <laughs> each other solve, you know, the problems like we've been through a lot, right? So, um, I think it's just again, my only problem is So, okay, why are there certain people out there that, you know, say that's toxic behavior though? Like, like being, like, let's say there's a guy, okay, you, we, we claim, we already established that people handle their, handle their emotions differently, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So why is it that a guy who chooses to handle himself differently than other guys, let's say, let's say you have a guy who's like, like, he's kind of like James Bond, right? He just doesn't show any emotion under high, like high stress situations. He's completely calm. Okay. He's like, he's not reacting at all he's he's completely in control okay um he's not like let's say his you know i don't know if you guys saw the movie casino royale where like his his the girl that he's in love with like he finds out like she's in love with another man or something like that and she's been playing him the whole time Mm -hmm. um he doesn't show any emotions right like obviously he's feeling a ton of pain but he doesn't show that emotion let's say a guy chooses to handle it that way Do I have any right to say, oh dude, that's a toxic male right there? That's toxic masculinity. No,
1: that is him choosing to Exactly, right? That's the point I'm trying to make, essentially, right? Well, for me, right, I think, yeah. yeah, You shouldn't force
0: people to say, like, hey, you gotta, you know, handle your emotions like this, or you're a little bitch, you're a feminine, you know, man, or something like that. That's what I'm trying to say.
1: You shouldn't you shouldn't make someone feel emotions, is what you're saying. They they should be allowed to be.
0: I'm saying let people handle their emotions the way they're going to handle them. Okay. There's many ways to handle them, right? Mm-hmm. Some people choose to vent it. Some people will be more stoic. Some people will be more and that's uh, like James at. Bond, let's say. That's know.
1: what I'm getting at. When you were uh, toxic masculinity it's being dominant, wanting other people to follow what you
0: do, right? Because when you're dominant, that's you domineering, though. We established okay. that, remember?
1: No, no, you, you established. Let's get <laughs> oh, <dang>. oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Males that are toxic masculinity would be domineering. Okay. As you put, it.
0: sure. Um, and I, I agree. I agree. No, that's agree. they have the to control same. everything. Everyone's in seated at the right, you know, table. Everyone's, you know, gonna do things exactly their way, and correct. That's dominating.
1: That's that that is some Yeah. New. And I feel like that is what toxic masculinity is. And then I feel like again, most people get offended by it because you put the word masculinity in there, and then somehow they feel affected by it, and they again uh, have misconceptions that oh, stoicism would be. Toxicness No, it's not. It isn't forcing to- uh, stoicism onto others that it's toxic. It is not just right. going through it yourself. Okay. And then um the one thing I will say though that I, I did find in my uh, research that I, I did see as toxic overall uh-huh. would be the need to be like to self-proclaim heterosexuality. Right? To make it stand out that you're a hetero. I feel that's the toxic part about it, right? it's, it's okay to be like, hey, I like girls attractive or that, but once you take it to the extreme, that's when it becomes toxic and that's what we should try to solve.
0: I, I, in this particular case, like, I don't, I'm indifferent to it. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. It's like, it's a free country, you know, people should be able
2: to, uh, like, I... What would you consider like, taking it too far? I'm just curious about that.
1: So, in the fact of homophobic views, right? Like, if you're harassing or you're bullying uh, someone because of that, like that's going to make you look more hetero I feel that's toxic I
2: agree. I agree yeah I don't think you should be bullying gay people definitely not that's uh... um, and but
1: society, is that
2: is that a masculine trait like is that really toxic masculinity
1: yeah well, I mean it's toxic masculinity because again masculinity or toxic masculinity is normally defined by your need to proclaim that you're hetero and a big fact uh, like a lot of homophobic hom- homophobic Homophobic views I feel come from someone being like insecure with their
2: masculinity and needing to portray it. I completely agree. I was actually gonna say the the only reason why someone would be harassing a homosexual or someone from a different sexual preference is because they're insecure of themselves.
1: Correct. And that insecurity was created through toxic masculinity.
2: I think that it may be more just an insecure person and that's that term is really broadly used and just kind of it's like a blanket term. Um you're using that term and saying like, oh, this is an all encompassing thing. When really like that's just bullying due to someone's inner struggle.
1: Uh, no, no, I, I, I see where, you, um, where you're where you going with it. I do feel that the insecurities do uh, come mainly from needing to prove that they're hetero. And the fact that they need to prove that they're hetero
2: is toxic. It's toxic, toxic. that's what you're saying, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. It is toxic masculinity, but Masculinity in itself doesn't say that you should go make fun of gay people. It definitely doesn't. No, no,
1: no, I agree. And that's why I didn't say masculinity in itself. I said toxic Toxic
2: masculinity. masculinity. But toxic masculinity is just a word that someone defined to use as a blanket term for traits that are masculine in nature that are bad. Right?
1: No, I agree. And then uh, I think one of the solutions in which we could solve this whole toxic masculinity debate would be to look for a better term in which we could. Rather than putting masculinity in it, because again, it puts people on the offense, or like we could use another term, being like, oh,
0: these certain attributes. Right? I no so know. just
2: toxic traits. Just toxic they're toxic traits, traits for people. Uh, yeah, I I think yeah. that's what it should be. I don't think it should be a blanket statement.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think what he, so I think what he's trying to say is, you know, having to prove that you're hetero is not. It has nothing to do with masculinity in itself. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because what he's saying is like toxic masculinity is just masculine behaviors that are bad right Mm -hmm. but if having to prove that you're heterosexual is not a masculine thing at all then it can't even be defined under toxic masculinity does that make sense
1: but it is defined as toxic masculinity because Mm -hmm. having to prove that you're a hetero is a societal thing that people are like oh Won't respect me, right? The whole dominance thing. Like, I have to show that I am hetero. And that's what
2: they speak See, of. but I think that's more like small dick syndrome. Like, <laughs> yeah. someone is just yeah. like, oh, like, my dick is really small. I'm afraid of it, so I have to, like, pretend like I have a big dick. It's the yeah. same thing. It's like, oh, like, I really, like, have, like, no grasp on my sexuality, so I have to go and be hyper. I don't even know what the term is. Like, hyper, like, um, like you bully people. You're just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna to say hyper aggressive, it? but it's not being hyper aggressive, it's being. I'm like, at a short for words for here. Maybe you can help me out. What What would you define it as?
1: Define what as? What? What are you, okay, what so are you when to
2: I'm saying when mm-hmm. someone feels a need to make fun of a homosexual or any other sexual preference due to their own insecurities.
0: Oh, I see oh, what he's saying. Is, yeah, what
2: what term would you say for that? Like, I mean, just being a bully or just being like a general douchebag. Mm, like yeah.
0: so so you're saying like they mask their insecurities with the opposite trait. Like they like they push um they, you're saying they would bully gay people because they feel like they're not looked at as heterosexual? Yes, exactly. Because they are insecure about how they carry themselves and whether they have like feminine characteristics or Yeah, because
2: why else would someone be worrying about being masculine or being, het- or being straight to begin with? Um, they wouldn't.
1: But those insecurities are created by society.
2: But society... No, no. Insecurities are not created by society.
1: Most insecurities are created by society. How so? So insecurities like girls need to wear makeup, right? A lot of times the society makeup? tells them that hey, you need to cover up your your flaws. That makeup a they say thing. is
0: sexual signaling, though.
1: In some in some countries, and it depends on where you are at, right? It's like I sure. know uh, I I I know where you're going with it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, different animals. They don't have to wear makeup. They, don't. they choose they to, do. right? They do choose to, but I are you gonna argue that most products and everything and companies do not market especially for women and try to make. Their flaws seem a lot more than what they are.
0: But that's like saying, oh, like, men, you know, they have to work out to look good. You know, they want to look good so that they can attract women. No. But, like, for aesthetics or whatever.
1: So working out is a health thing, though. But overly excessive working out, like like that. The real reason a
0: lot of guys work out is, obviously, for health part of it, yes. But a huge chunk of it is... For aesthetics and and for to be able to attract women as well.
1: No, I agree with you. Which again, I do not think that looks is entirely the way to go about it if you're trying to get women. But sure, that's sure, like sure. No, no, that,
0: that's a that again. That's yeah, a different topic. I agree. I agree. In fact, yeah.
1: Um, so they are misguided in that. But again, um, society tells you, hey, if you have this rocking body, like you know, like magazines don't put like a, a chubby guy like with a million women in front of their front cover, right? They put a, like, six-pack, right. like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, they Of hit. course,
0: of
2: course. So, but does that, that make you feel insecure? Abuse. Or is it just like, oh, because to, to me, I'm like, no, oh, dude, good. that's that guy's awesome. Like, he has a great body. Good for him. It's not like, oh, shit, let me look at my body. I have nothing to do with that guy. I that's yeah. what I'm trying to get at, like.
1: But, no, 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 okay, so I'm saying they guide the insecurity. Society will guide those insecurities into that, right? Because guys who, you're, you're confident because you, you know you could get girls, right? You know, that you have the ability to go out and be, like, hey, at a club, and then, you know, some girl, for like,
2: like you okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude. Uh, No,
1: but i mean most guys right a lot of guys um don't go out as much or you know they're very introverted and I, I get what
2: you're saying but that's all personal growth and personal development that's not someone else's fault
1: that is, no 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 but okay it's not someone's fault that they are like introverted right that's no one's fault it is society's views that will guide it. I'm not saying that society isn't allowed to have views like that or to push people towards those type of things, right? Mm-hmm. But it is what kind of guides them towards being more insecure. They're like, oh, I need to get more girls to be like that. It's more men. Oh, I need to have a great body in order to get more girls, right? That's the sort of, like, that's the sort of logic I feel most people follow.
0: I, I don't think a lot of guys try to get girls because they want to look cool. It's just, they want to get girls, it's like, it's like an evolutionary need to reproduce, right? Like, you, you find a girl sexually attractive, right? Why would you not want to know how to get girls if you're a guy, no, no, a heterosexual guy? You know what I mean?
1: Agree. I agree in the, the fact that you want girls, but yeah. you don't need a hundred girls going after you. Okay. I,
0: like see wants, I see what you're yeah. saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, personally, I would want to be with someone, just the one person, right? Like the one, I don't right. need hundred okay. girls, Okay. Because I'm secure. I'm like, look, if I find someone I like a lot, I'm happy with just that one.
0: So I'm gonna get a little controversial here, okay? This is where so I've read somewhere, evolutionary theory says that the male imperative is to spread the seed. It's to have sex, basically. And that has been sh cha- and that's been like changed through society and society's views and everything like that. But if you go back to the Way Roots. That's what. That's why men are like. I need to get all these girls. I need to have multiple sex partners. You know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah exactly. 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 Um, what do you have to say about that? I'm not. I'm not saying that that's true or not. I'm just saying that that's one view.
1: What do I have to say? Um, is that is that
0: toxic masculinity to want like. To want to have multiple sex partners and to have an open relationship, or is it? No,
1: it's not. Yeah. I don't think that's toxic at all. That's okay. again personal choice. Personal choice, right? Yeah. yeah. And so in itself, I mean, not everybody gets to do it. I don't think it's legitimate. You just can't derive it from evolutionary views. Um, yeah. So there's a lot more things that go into people wanting more than multiple people. Sure. Um, but I think that's
0: that's a huge factor, evolutionary okay. roots.
1: Um, I am not quite you know, well versed in that. Okay, no, that's that's, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. You don't have
0: to be because I'll explain it to you and then just in, in a ping way. off your views, you know, to okay. me. Um, um, so yeah, but
1: no, I don't think that's toxic. Yeah,
0: what are you?
2: Definitely not. No, Definitely that's just. I mean, that's just a perspective. I don't agree with it or disagree with it. That's just one perspective. Right, right, right. right. Um, I think another reason why people want multiple sex partners too, like in this day and age, is people are just craving attention. So yeah. girls are just yeah. like, or girls or guys, they're just like, oh, someone's hitting me up. Perfect. That's what I want right now. They want this. Yeah, this dopamine validation, response, validation, this validation. Right? Yeah. Like,
0: I'm, I'm am I'm an attractive person to the opposite sex. Right? Yeah. That's, I know. So another part of toxic masculinity is, you know, being sexually, I guess, predatory. You know, and that's that's a huge part of like, um, you know, where is the borderline of let's say, like, rape? Right? There's before it's like before it was, you have to have consent. Now it's like you have to have enthusiastic consent, right? Um, where is is that really is that the case? Borderline? They switch it to enthusiastic yeah, yeah, it's, consent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like enthusiastic consent. Wait, what you is know? that? Like, so you by the- it's like you know, I I'm not exact again. I'm not well versed on this. Okay, so uh, don't quote me on this. But it's essentially something along the lines of like, it's not enough to, if you don't say no versus saying yes. Does that make sense? And you have to enthusiastically, like, it has to be like, like, if, if, it's, if it's even a little bit debatable that the girl didn't want to have sex with this guy, then that guy's, you know, raping her, he's okay. raping her, essentially. And he's a toxic male because um, he, I guess, pursued her.
1: So, see, that's the thing I, I, I disagree with. I don't think it's wrong for guys to pursue women. Right. Uh, it's again on the method in which they use it or in which sure. they do it. Sure, sure. Uh, if a girl flat out says no, like a, an enthusiastic yeah. no. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even no. just no. Just no, just yeah. Just,
0: no. A just a no, no. yeah. yeah. Like no means no, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, if you dose, if you say maybe, that's not good enough. Now it's, it has to be yes and it has to be in like clear, clear, clear yes. Okay. You see what I'm saying?
2: Which I think is fine to be honest. Like a no versus a yes, like... That's fine
0: yeah think.
1: yeah i mean the is where it's like kind of gets tricky though because you know like she, exactly is, is it a exactly. 30 maybe right is yeah like, uh, yeah I don't know? or is it like a yeah. n- no that's not
0: yeah 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 it depends on like you know context context okay. exactly yeah um,
1: but yeah yeah i mean if she really wants it she'll give you a how, yes. how do
0: you know a girl's just not playing hard to get
1: honestly though even if you don't know, right? Uh huh. You should not. If she's not like, see, if there's no consent, like no real consent, then you know what? Move on. Go to someone sure. that will give you consent, like straight. Oh, one hundred percent.
0: I know. I I agree. One hundred percent agree.
1: So that's, I feel like the toxic masculinity in that in that sense, right, would be uh, the catcalling, right? Like when, when the girl is just right. like walking, mind her own business, and like you're not even gonna approach or even try to like start a conversation with her. You just wanna point out like her features. That that in itself. It's toxic because you're putting someone on the spot. You're making them feel awkward. You're you're not even trying to do anything about it. You're just trying to promote that. Oh, hey, I'm do. I can do this. I'm I'm, I'm hetero. I'm like this is the thing.
0: I agree, and there's better ways to do that. That's kind of like there are way better ways to flirt than that. Call calling. Say, yeah. You know, like it's. Why would you? you Has know? that
2: ever worked for anyone in the entire world? I, I don't think say, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not really. Um, um,
1: that or like. Even, like, okay, so at parties, if you start a conversation that goes well, right, you you have to kind of, like, read people's movements, read uh, their actions, read their, like, just, just everything, right? Just general awareness. Just general, yeah, Yeah, correct. Um, I do understand that at parties, it gets kind of complicated when you put alcohol into it. Oh, yeah. Because then you're not, well, one, you're more driven by your emotions and your desires, which I'm not saying it, like, I'm not saying it consents or it, like it's acceptable at all just because you're feeling it. Right. Um, but it, it is harder to read someone when you're, when you're drunk. So when you're drunk, it, it has to be an enthusiastic yes, I feel.
2: So uh, when you're drunk, actually, they, they, there is a law about this on school campuses. Okay. Um, a yes does not mean yes if you're drunk. Really? Oh, if you're drunk, yeah. you cannot yeah. even give consent. Yeah, you can't give yeah, consent. Yeah, yeah. You legally cannot give consent while you're drunk. Yeah.
0: So you should not be having drunk sex, essentially. Because, um,
2: which is crazy it, because yeah. that takes out, like,
0: majority of the, the, majority
2: of the sex way, yeah. on college campuses, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Um, that's crazy. That's a, that's a tricky thing. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that's mostly done, though, because of uh, college rape culture type of thing. Like, you know, frats, rape, uh, rape culture and everything where um, girls go there, you know, just trying to try have fun and everything. And then other guys roofie them or, like, get them extremely drunk for the sole purpose that they want to have a chance. If your entire like mission to, for getting someone drunk is
0: to have sex with them, that is wrong. Oh, I 100% Mm -hmm.
1: agree. Now, if you are drunk along with a person, if you are just having a fun time and you both end up having sex, I feel there's nothing wrong with that. That's just, you know, it's human nature. You guys were both leaving it.
0: It's fine. So let's say, so let's say then what if, what if one person has bad intentions? Like there's been cases where, you know, there's been like a lot of false, you know, allegations. Um, Like, there was one case, I think it was at USC, where uh, this immigrant kid, um, he was Indian, actually. uh, This girl invited him back to uh, her place, and um, it shows, like, a video video footage camera of, like, you know, him leading her into her own dorm. um, And apparently they had sex, and so... What do you mean by leading her
2: into it? Like, like like, he,
0: he led her into like, as in like, he
2: used her key. Yeah. yeah, Okay. That's fucking sketch. Yeah. That's good. So,
0: so, but here's what ended up happening is, um, you know, she, she obviously, you know, she told authorities and everything like that. Like I didn't want to have sex with him, you know, things happened whatever. He kind of just like forced himself onto me and whatever. Uh, it actually turns out that they caught, first of all, they caught, this is actually what she claimed. She claimed this. But they actually saw a video footage camera and that was not actually how it was, okay? She was actually the one leading him into her dorm. This is what she claimed. She claimed that he was the one who let her in. Um, and so they also caught text messages between this girl and her roommate. Her roommate, you know, they were they basically planned this whole thing. They said, like, we, we, if, if we do this, we do that, whatever. We make these claims, like, you know, I guess they hated the kid or something like that. They had some, like grudge against him or something happened, right? But they caught the whole thing and obviously they got expelled in that particular case. But when there's no evidence, right, things like this can kind of happen. Again, I mean, going back to toxic masculinity, you know, um, sexual objectification, you know, like where's the line on that? What makes you a toxic man or male for uh, you know, for saying, let's say you have a girlfriend and, you know, you say, you know, the dirtiest things to her. Are you objectifying her?
1: See, I don't think that's toxic. I honestly, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it, it no, sounds No, like wrong, in all but honesty, but I mean, like, yeah, you, like you, you. Honestly, I don't feel like that's wrong because if you're already in a relationship and yeah. she knows your personality by then, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. And if that's how you yeah. are, you're not necessarily object. I mean, well, you're like, oh, you know, she's really hot. Her, right? Yeah, I mean, you know how people are like, Oh, she's not a temperature dude, call her beautiful or whatever, like stupid things like that. I'm like, yeah. no, like dude, it it is a term to describe, you know, her attractiveness to you.
0: Yeah. There's
1: yeah. nothing wrong with
0: her. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um what do
1: you mean by objectifying though? Like how would so, you go
0: let like, me give you like, an example. What if Leonardo DiCaprio walks on the street and cat calls this one girl? It's wrong. It's, it, it's wrong, right? I, I, agree. I agree. I agree. But he might have a different response. He might have a different response. Essentially, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Okay. No. No. Even okay. Even the, the fact that he got a good response, it was
0: still wrong. Right? Sure, no, we're not sure. saying that that
2: happened, but yeah. if it did happen, if
0: it did, and it's still wrong, sure. But look at her response to that. Like, do you think she's just gonna be like, Ew, you creep," and then just like,
1: go away, or go away? Like the attention. I mean.
0: What some if she's attracted be, to Leonardo DiCaprio? What if he, she's like, oh my God, like what if she's not? that's amazing.
1: It could be Leonardo DiCaprio, and some girl might be like, oh no, stop
0: doing that. Okay, so so that's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is, um, if if the guy is not attractive and he does catcalling calling, he does all this stuff, that's where it's like, "Oh, you creep, get away from me. But if the guy was really attractive, he was like, let's say he was a model. Um, and she really, like, she was been fo- she's been following him apparently, and let's say just randomly they end up meeting one day, and he ends up catcalling her.
1: Wait, uh, do, you, do people really catcall people they know, though? Or do they catcall? No, no, no they no, don't. No, they
0: don't. No, no, no. But I'm not, saying, I'm not I'm saying this is the first time they're actually meeting. But I'm saying let's say the guy has, he's like a really high-status person. Like everyone knows him. He's, I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio, let's say, <laughs> <laughs> or he's, he's Henry Cavill or someone, I don't know, someone of like a very attractive, higher status yeah. person. And then she likes him and he catcalls her for the first time in their meeting. Okay. Her response would probably be different. It will, but, but his actions
1: will still be wrong.
0: Uh, I see. I see. And no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. There's way better ways to flirt than, than catcalling. Okay. Um, and in, uh, but is that but toxic? It's see, still see, toxic for him, know, it's not toxic. Under That's that term,
2: it would still be toxic. But once again this is a blanket term. It it is. Yeah. It, yeah. it is a
1: blanket term and it I again, like there's no that's saying that you're gonna treat someone different because of their status. You shouldn't. Right. You should treat
0: everybody the same
1: and we're gonna make something But
0: that doesn't happen in reality. You should do that, but it are doesn't. you gonna treat are you gonna treat, you know, just some random Joe on the street the same as like a, a star, a movie star? Like yes. no I that doesn't you, happen. No,
1: no, yeah. Okay, no, I'm I'm not, not I'm no I'm not okay. happen. I've met like a couple celebrities because I a couple of events and we've met, sure. you know, uh, what's the guy from um, Oh, Paul, Paul, Paul Berg? Yeah, Paul Bar. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. Something like that, right? We yeah. met him. And I'm like, I, just, I, I was like, hey, how's it going? All right, all right. Just like a regular person. Because I'm like, a stardom does not make you sure. any more important. If I were to meet the president, maybe, because it's on, depending on how I meet him, yeah. it'd be more official, more, okay, then I'll be okay, yeah, I have to stand up more, I have to be dressed more professional.
0: Right, but or like be a little more respectful.
1: Ambience, and then, again, his, Authority, not really his celebrity fandom thing, but the the fact that he does a lot more. Kind of like you wouldn't treat your boss, right, the same as you would treat like um, a coworker, right? Mm-hmm. With a coworker, you'd be more friendly, more jokeful, and everything depending if you know him or not or her. Or not. Um, sure. Yeah. But a uh, boss, you'd be like, "Oh, hello, sir. Thank you."
2: I think that's a different issue because I think you should actually treat them the same.
1: You cannot <laughs> joke around with your boss most of time. You could joke around with
2: the co If you have a cool boss, why not? The yeah, boss, I, you I, know, I do agree. It, it Especially, it
1: depends on the, the situation. Because if I were to meet the president, say, and he's like, oh, let's play a game of basketball or like, let's do some, some activity, I'd be like, all right, let's. Yeah, 100%. Let's game, on. Yeah, <laughs> game on. Yeah, game on. Let's do it. I'm yeah. going to beat you. <laughs> uh, but um, if I were to meet him, I mean, uh, it depends on where you're at, right? Yeah. So again, your manners change to where you're at, too. Like if you go to a fancy restaurant, you're not going to go on street clothes because one day they won't even let you in. There is a certain sort of etiquette that those with the ambiance. Right, um, so but I will treat everybody the same for the most part. If I meet whether I meet you in the streets or I meet you at some business meeting.
0: So, Gillette recently, you know, uh, released this new uh, commercial that's been getting a lot of hype, um, or a lot of attention. You know, there was one part about it, and we were talking about going back to catcalling. There was a part where. It seemed like the guy, I think what they were trying to portray was the guy catcalling. <laughs> I, but the way, at least the way I perceived it, was he was just going to go up to a girl. He saw an attractive girl. He wanted to go up and approach her and talk to her. And one guy comes in his way. He's like, whoa, 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 man. Not cool. Is that, the, as if to say that is toxic masculinity. So to even approach a girl.
2: Since they didn't really show him... A- Cat calling her, I think that's wrong because I think you should be able to go up, up to a girl on the street and approach her, just as a girl should be able to go up to a guy on the street and approach him. Yeah. Because that interaction is what if it's your soulmate? Like, what if you're like, oh my god, that's the most beautiful person in the world, and you go up to them and you're like, oh my god, like, yeah, you're gorgeous? I think that's fine. But can if you even
1: forget like soulmate or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, you should just be what if you don't even want to like cat call her or, anything? or you don't even want to hit on her, you just want to go and talk to her, right? There's nothing wrong with approaching deep. Right. And I mean, like, hey, I mean, the way they framed it, I guess it did like more like going to bit on her. Yeah. But Even that, again, like they were saying it's
2: totally fine. It might have just been like um, they didn't have enough time in the video to, to show the full catcalling, and that could be the whole like dispute.
0: Maybe they're just trying to get attention. I don't I, I see why would they not have have enough time to film like an extra two seconds, seconds of and him being, being like him like whistling him, at her or something yeah. like that. You know, like. Because they wanted
2: us to talk about it. They wanted the speculation. Exactly,
0: the, the, to get the attention, right? But that's just so wrong. I, I think you know what they were trying to say is sometimes guys can be creepy when they randomly approach a girl on the street and it threatens her safety because she doesn't know what this guy is going to do. The first thing she has to even get through before she starts to flirt with the guy if, she, if he's attractive is, is this, am I safe in this situation? Um, you know, it's like an anti-rape defense mm-hmm. sort of a thing, right? Okay. So
1: a point <clears throat> to, um, I actually did talk to the, about this with a couple of my co-workers. I worked yeah. work, work, work with a bunch of girls, um, yeah. and they gave me their opinions on it, and what they told me was, okay, so you being like, hey, excuse me, like verbal communication, totally fine. Mm-hmm. What would be wrong is if he went up and actually like grabbed her, or like, you know, try to like, like get her attention by touch. Okay. Because that's when... They fear for their because you know, have yeah. you've invaded their personal space. Right. But if you're just like, excuse me, or like, hey, and then if, if you say that and she keeps walking, let her walk. Yeah. You, you gave her your shot, it didn't work out, she she ignored you or she's actually focused on something else, let her be. Right, right.
2: One hundred percent. But if
1: she like if you're like, Hey, excuse me, and she turns around and she actually like initiates a conversation with you then that's kinda like, Okay, I'm willing to hear you out and then you'd be yeah. like, Hey, you know, I saw you, I think you're very beautiful or like, Hey, uh sure, whatever. I don't know what you want to tell not me sure. to with I don't know. Right, 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 right. I'm not gonna give out my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, yeah, um, yeah. So in verbal communication, totally fine. Just say it. Uh, also, it was, I think it
0: comes down to subcommunication too, because if you come off as like you're very close to her, or your body language is like signaling like I'm gonna like touch you, or I'm gonna do something right now, that's very creepy, and that's where the girl kind of like closes off, right? And that, that's what causes the, again, anti-rape defenses to go up. Um, it, so, okay, another thing that really bugged me about this Gillette ad was, it was a boardroom of like people, CEOs, or the CEO and like a bunch of guys, all guys, okay, and one one woman in that boardroom, where the the, the CEO or the main head guy, uh, corrects or mansplains, right, to something that the woman was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem I have with that is why does it have to be – the reason can be many reasons, right? If someone's wrong, right? Let's say the, the, the woman in that, in that boardroom was actually wrong about a certain thing that she said. Are you – going to hesitate to fix what she said that was wrong because she's a woman. And she might feel like, Oh my God, he's, he's attacking me because you know, I'm a woman and he's a man. And he feels like he has the right to correct me. It's like, if she's doing, if she says something that's wrong, it's wrong. It doesn't matter if she's a man or a woman, it's wrong. And it's very bad for business operations or any, any effective communication if you're not going to correct, Anybody. Okay, so right? Like, where you
1: going, I, I get where you're going with this, and you're completely right. But yeah, well, I think what they were going with is the stigma that most people and most companies don't take women seriously. Okay. Right. They're going through the whole movement of, like, hey, companies, you know, that, that oh, they're underpaying women for the same jobs. Right. right. And uh, Or they don't listen to the ideas we have. I'm not sure that's correct. Again, I don't really do that much research upon it to be like, hey, the statistics are right or wrong. Right. But right, I feel like right, that's right. what they were hinting at. They're, They're like, okay, like in sure. the business world, like women are less, are more undermined, and that's toxic because you know males should not look at us differently as weaker or anything. Right. Um but I personally think, think that, that again, you're right. If, if if she's wrong, correct, there's no, there should be no difference. But if she's right, listen to her. Too. Her
2: facial expression there was like, um, pretty disappointed because she was saying something. And he was like, what? I right. believe what she meant to say, yeah, right? That I, kind like of what thing. I yeah. What I actually I think is, she's trying yeah. to say. Which I think is wrong. I do think that's wrong. Okay.
0: In that particular case, is, yes. Because, because if you correct her in a way that's like, that's like demeaning, demeaning, yes, that's, that's really clearly like, like you're trying to show her, like, look, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it comes down to, okay. I guess it's, again, you have to interpret
2: the video for your personal opinion. Yeah, exactly. I think, you
0: know what it is? it comes down to certain context and the actual situation. But what my real, the root of my, the root of the problem here, I think, is when you don't know the reason for why, you know, the CEO corrected her. It doesn't even have to be from this video. Let's say in any boardroom, a CEO or any, any man corrects a woman. And let's say he does it in a nice way, in a a proper way to correct her. Some people will interpret that in the wrong way. Some people will take offense to that when that was not the actual intention. The intention was to just simply correct her. She could have been a man or a woman, right? But you're gonna interpret it as he said this to me because I'm a woman and he's trying to mansplain and he thinks that I'm dumb or something like that. Why would you just immediately jump to that conclusion? You see, that I think is the root of the problem. And then people say that this is toxic masculinity and then uh, I don't know. If that's what you know, people that's what say is
1: toxic. toxic masculinity, right? I, I feel yeah. that again, it is very contextual. But I feel yeah. like in, in its right thing, like if the guy is meaning the meaning or uh, demeaning, or say sure. um, he he's just undermining her or like making her like like not taking any interest because she's a woman. Right. I feel, I feel like that, that is when you're like, oh, well, that's toxic. Okay. okay. Uh, it is all contextual, again, like you said. Um, but I don't feel like they brought they brought in the term. I, so I think I think the video
0: was trying to say that this is toxic masculinity, right? All these behaviors and mm-hmm. stuff, uh, fighting. Let's say like even the little boys fighting each other. I don't think there's a problem at all with that. In fact, I think it's a good thing, you know? Yeah,
2: I do as well. I mean, it's
0: like develop, you know, a fighting spirit. You know, why do you have to feminize little boys? You know, like let. I know it's like the whole boys will be boys, but
2: competition for kids is good and yeah. even if it's physical competition i think it's good like as long as the kids aren't doing anything like intentional to one kid yeah it's fine yeah like, two kids uh, one yeah. versus one it's it's good for the kids yeah, yeah. it builds strong man yeah yeah like, it's, it's as long as
0: they're not like breaking bones or something yeah. you know or, like
1: making themselves like bleed like yeah yeah like they're wrestling yeah. let them wrestle yeah, Honestly, there's a legit sport for it. That means it's not exactly. too bad. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and why does it only have to be boys, right? I mean, girls. Girls, can 100%. no, can definitely, Yeah, one hundred percent. Whoever wants to wrestle. I feel like letting little kids, like you know, experience life and you know, like get some bruises and some scrapes is perfectly good for them.
0: It's in fact a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it should be encouraged and applauded. In fact, because again, that develops a fighting spirit, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Even animals, dude. Little like lion cubs come in like. They fight. Dude, they fight. You know? They are all around like yeah. yeah.
0: Actually,
1: uh, a lion, um, a, an actual lion, would like scream at the cubs, bite just to encourage him to do it, because it is a way for them to build up courage in order to actually take down a prey. That's which is crazy. Uh, like, Yeah. Cubs build up
0: the come. confidence of the little. Uh, cub. The yeah. cub.
1: So the little cub will come bite it and be like ah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's here's another. A twist we can throw in it what if a, a kid gets into a fight in school and the teacher says hey you can't fight behave yourself mm-hmm. sit down sit down right here take out your pencil and do this i agree with you. you agree with the teacher yeah okay, you know
1: okay. why because yeah. there's a time and place for
0: everything sure sure i, uh, school I agree
1: should well. yeah. be a place of yeah. education you go there to learn i mean you go there to be taught right if, if it's in like you know with your cousins at a party or if it's like you know in the jumper or whatever that's when you're doing physical activity and you uh-huh. and little kids get in a fight let them right right but in, in school i feel like in school is where things can go down like bad most of the time right
0: sure yeah um, yeah because they're interacting with other kids and they're obviously there's gonna be fights right
1: there well not only that but there's always in school there's always a crowd right yeah so I feel like when it's, it's a at-home a thing or with a, a neighbor or a friend or like a close friend that you can go to his house and fight, sure. That's the way when there's
2: fight. not something to prove, when kids can just have fun with it, it's not like a whole ego-boosting yeah. competition. Because that's yeah. what fights at school tend or to be. Nice. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, I'm right I have power over you and things like that. No, that, that's when it's wrong. You know, then you're discouraging people from actually learning.
0: Right, 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 right. Interesting.
1: Do you have any views on that?
0: Uh, no, I just I just kind of wanted to get your guys' view on that. I, I pretty much agreed with everything you guys said. There is a time and place for it. Um, the only problem I would say I have is if uh, – and I know I being in a t- teacher's position, it's hard to control kids at a certain age. Mm-hmm. Like I know I have a younger sister who when I tell her to do something, she does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, when <laughs> – <laughs> she's she's listening right now. She's like, <laughs> she's like watch what you say. About <laughs> what, what I tell her, be quiet. Like we're filming right now. She's gonna be like coming up to me and stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. All right, okay.
1: So I think it's about time to
0: wrap it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd would say it was a it was a good talk. We might have another topic. This it'll it'll all these topics will sort of intertwine anyways. The topic of toxic masculinity will inevitably br- be brought up again. So, um, do you guys have any finishing like thoughts?
1: Uh, basically, so the overall summary I want to get to is, um, there is, like, we cannot deny that there's such thing as toxic masculinity, I just feel like we sure. need to, di- um, define, a, it better. define it better and get a different term for it, that we won't ostracize sure. half the population.
2: Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, toxic masculinity is a blanket term. I don't think it's the best way to describe, um, negative behavior and toxic behavior, yeah. which is definitely, it's a bigger problem, it's just individual behavior in my sense. So yeah, that's pretty much it from mind.
0: Yeah, uh, I pretty much what you two just said. Essentially, that's what it is. Um, it's it ha- there has to be a clear boundary and definition. But I think that's that's the, what the whole like fight in society is about it today. But I don't even know if we're gonna get like a solid definition for it because you people can. will always fight and say, no, that's not what it is. It's this way. It's that way. Ultimately, you know, society shifts slowly over time. We'll see how it ends up going.
2: It's kind of up to us, you know, podcasts like this just talks with your friends to decide what it really is and to kind of get to the bottom of it. Exactly. exactly. So we encourage you to do that. Um, yeah,
0: discuss it with your friends. See what they think and be honest. Have a candid chit chat.
2: And let us know what you think about it as well. please. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for the second episode.